I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Kate Ryan. The juvenile curfew in Prince George's and whether this will be the last weekend of enforcement. I'm Christy King. A fake at the National Gallery of Art? This is Kyle Cooper. An update on the man accused of firing at police in Arlington last night. And after a hurricane delay, the January 6th House Committee is set to hold what may be its final public hearing next week. A preview from CBS's Scott McFarland. It's 7 o'clock. When good news is bad news on Wall Street. A big sell-off because the news wasn't as bad as expected. Are we closer to nuclear conflict with Russia? The president's comments to Democratic donors raised eyebrows. Uvalde School District. It has suspended all activities of its police department. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. 236,000 jobs were added in September, down from August 315,000. President Biden praises the report, but investors are concerned about Fed moves, and there was a sell-off on Wall Street. John Meyer with Global X Investments. We are seeing a deceleration of growth, but the job market is still strong, and wages are still strong, which feeds into inflation. So that's just not enough news for the Fed to change course. The Dow plunged 630 points, NASDAQ fell 421, and the S&P 500 closed down 105. The White House faces questions about President Biden's closed-door comments that Armageddon is nearer now than at any time since the Cuban Missile Crisis. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The president told Democratic donors in New York that Vladimir Putin isn't kidding when he speaks of nuclear weapons use. The White House says no new intelligence assessment led Mr. Biden to that conclusion. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told reporters on Air Force One. We have not seen any reason uh, to adjust our own strategic nuclear posture, nor do we have indication that Russia is preparing to imminently use nuclear weapons. Mr. Biden also said he's trying to figure out what might cause Putin to pull back, suggesting the Russian leader risks not only losing face, but also significant power in his country. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. More shakeups in Uvalde, Texas, after the deadly mass shooting at an elementary school. Reporter Chris Fox in Austin. The Uvalde School District has suspended its entire police department, and now its leader is stepping down. School Superintendent Hal Harrell sending an internal memo to the board asking them to consider his retirement options and transition. All these are things the community has been calling for for months. These families are still hurting, and they want answers. This district needs to clean house. We need change. On Thursday, the school district fired a newly hired police officer after it surfaced that as a state trooper she was under investigation for her failed response on the day of the shooting. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. Hurricane Ian cleanup is far from over in Florida, but on the positive side, the Pine Island Bridge has reopened. CBS's Enrique Acevedo on the needs of those on the southwest coast. Articles of basic necessity are not just, uh, you know, water and food, also things like diapers and, and baby formula. Some of, uh, of the things that, you know, people are missing from regular lives and that they're finding out uh, are completely disrupted by the storm. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. This is WTOP News. WTOP FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. It is 7.03 here on WTOP, Friday evening, October 7th, 2022, 74 in Manassas, but down to the 50s later. 
Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. New developments for campaign 2022 tonight. Maryland's highest court agrees with a previous ruling on mail-in ballots and says election workers can count those ballots early. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us this is a blow to one of the campaigns for governor. The ruling by the Maryland Court of Appeals is a loss for Dan Cox, the Republican candidate for governor. Cox and his legal team argued it's unconstitutional to allow elections boards to start counting mail-in ballots early. Current state law says those ballots cannot be processed and counted until after Election Day. Cox's attorney said it might be a good idea in practice, but there's no emergency requiring intervention by the courts. Elections officials projected high numbers of mail-in ballots and said without the change, certifying election results could be delayed for weeks, as happened in the primary. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The 30-day curfew period for teens in Prince George's County is going to expire Tuesday. The county executive is telling WTOP tonight it has been working. It has been so successful. Angela Alsabrooks, Prince George's County Executive. The way we define success is the engagement of parents and families to help us keep their children safe. Alsabrooks says carjackings mostly happen between 10 and 5 a.m. There's been a dramatic decrease in those cases involving juveniles. So far, we've only interfaced with four juveniles. She says looking at all the data next week with the police chief, they'll then decide whether to continue curfew enforcement in Prince George. Christy King, WTOP News. A painting that's been on display at the National Gallery of Art is now being called a fake. WTOP's Kyle Cooper tells us what's going on. Girl with a Flute by Johannes Vermeer is not a Vermeer. The National Gallery of Art says after an extensive examination, it now believes the painting was done in Vermeer's studio, but not by his hand. It's also big news that Vermeer likely had a studio. There are only 35 paintings in the world attributed to his name, leading experts to believe he was a lone genius, but now evidence points to a studio where he trained other artists. Three other authentic Vermeers will remain on display play at the gallery and there's a new exhibition opening this weekend called Secrets of Vermeer. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. A follow-up this evening to a major story you were hearing about on WTOP last night with a man accused of shooting at police officers in Arlington following a chase through two counties. 27-year-old Ricardo Singleton of Arlington faces a growing list of charges tonight, including attempted malicious wounding of a police officer and several gun and traffic charges. Authorities were looking for Singleton all day yesterday. This all ended up at about 8.40 p.m. last evening when he is accused of hitting a bunch of vehicles before crashing his car on Arlington Boulevard near Graham Road. Police say he then got out firing shots at Fairfax County, Arlington County, and Virginia State Police. He ran off, but was eventually caught in West Falls Church. Investigators are saying it is a miracle that no was hurt. The search is on this weekend for an accused killer set free from jail in Loudoun County. Stone Colburn had been in custody since July of 2021, accused of killing his girlfriend. He was freed yesterday after the initial charges against him were dropped. Now there's a new charge in place, concealing a dead body. And there's finger pointing among several county agencies about who's to blame for Colburn being on the loose. He was originally charged with the murder of his girlfriend, Natalie Crow, who was the mother of their young child. You can see his picture and get other details at WTOP.com. Coming up here after traffic and weather, we've got the latest on the January 6th investigation with a new public hearing all set for next week. Our weekly discussion with CBS News correspondent Scott McFarlane is on the way. Stay with us. What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? 
With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. With almost everything in life, you have choices. You can pick a lot, a little, or somewhere in the middle. So shouldn't there be an internet plan that's just as clever? One that allows you to add TV or home automation? Whenever. That's why Cox now offers flexible internet plans, giving you all the services you desire and nothing you don't require. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy found at cox.com slash policies. Restrictions apply. 708. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th to the WTOP Traffic Center and Bob Imler. Well, northbound DC 295, the crash at Eastern Avenue gone after just under two hours. And there was another one reported on I-295 northbound near the 11th Street Bridge, but believe that is already out of the roadway. Interloop Beltway quite slow from before the Dulles Toll Road to the American Legion Bridge and off and on to 270. And then on the Interloop, it is jammed through Bethesda into Silver Spring. The crash is after Georgia Avenue and at last report blocking the left lane. Outer Loop is slow from 95 headed around toward New Hampshire Avenue and in spots through Silver Spring. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, just some volume delays. Pretty much the same with 270. 50 east out to the Bay Bridge without delay, but westbound 50 slows before Route 8 getting onto the Bay Bridge. Meantime, on Branch Avenue southbound after Allentown Road, believe that crash is also out of the roadway. On 95 southbound of Virginia, you do slow down, uh, getting from Lorton over the Occoquan to 123. Outer Loop Beltway after Gallows Road was left to the crash out of the roadway. 66 is running pretty well in the district in northwest this time. 18th Street at L Street. It was a water main break and may find all lanes blocked on 18th at that point. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast in Mike Stenford. Much cooler weather is on the way thanks to a front that's now pushing through. So there could be a couple of sprinkles of rain before midnight. After midnight, partial clearing is going to be rather breezy. Our lows in the 40s to lower 50s. Good deal of sunshine behind the front on Saturday. Going to be breezy and cooler. Our highs only in the low to mid-60s. Clear, colder Saturday night. A risk of frost north and west. Lows being the 30s suburbs, mid-40s closer into the district. Sunny, warmer with lighter winds on Sunday. Highs mid to upper 60s. Sunshine Monday, highs low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stineford. 74 now in Hyattsville, 70 in Fredericksburg, 68 in Easton, going down to the 40s to low 50s for lows tonight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 710, the next and possibly final January 6th House Committee hearing is coming up next week on Thursday afternoon. The panel's work has mostly disappeared from public view since it wrapped up a bunch of hearings that was over the summer. As CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland tells Dimitri, the goal is to now recapture your attention. This has been a moving target for months now. The January 6th Select Committee did some behind-the-scenes investigating during the summer and as the fall began and we're expecting to have their next hearing last week it said they had to postpone it due to hurricane ian it's now back on the calendar for thursday 1 p.m here at the capitol the thing is and it's really been the issue for weeks the committee has not announced the trajectory of this hearing the focus any witnesses what road they're going down they'd been doing that for the previous hearings which raises the prospect they haven't formally decided or agreed upon a focus
focus, but also that there could be some things fluid and changing. We will likely find out closer to showtime what's in this show. It's not as if Donald Trump hasn't been in the news. He's been in the news every day, every half hour, really, but not necessarily in the context of January 6th. It's been some of the other investigations. It's one of the challenges for this House Select Committee as they are now, to a degree, competing with other investigators and investigations for the spotlight. They have a lot they want to show. Hundreds of interviews and reviewed thousands of hours of images, clips, videos, and they've collected tens of thousands of pieces of paper. They have a lot of work product, and this is their platform to show it, to display to America what they've found and what they think Americans should hear and see. <laughs> it's harder and harder to get Americans' attention when it comes to the former president because there are all these other investigations from New York to Georgia to elsewhere here in Washington. What are the latest developments meantime in the Oath Keepers trial? That trial resumes Tuesday. It got started this week and get comfortable it's going to be a while likely a six to seven week trial but the prosecutors are trying to show in what is clearly the top level prosecution from january 6 so far is that this group of five co-defendants including stuart rhodes the founders of the oath keepers were plotting an attack planning to disrupt the peaceful transfer of power in the early days of this trial they've shown evidence of meetings and calls and excerpts from november 9th 2020 just days after the election not even a full week after the election in which they argue Rose is planning to disrupt Congress January 6th and setting an expectation for violence. Finally, Scott, let's talk about a break in the Proud Boys case. Different seditious conspiracy case. The Oath Keepers are on trial, charged with seditious conspiracy, to which they've pleaded not guilty. The Proud Boys are charged with seditious conspiracy, to which they've pleaded not guilty, uh, except for one who this week pleaded guilty, a man named Jeremy Bertino from North Carolina, an accused member of the Proud Boys, a lieutenant of the Proud Boys, who not only pleaded guilty to seditious conspiracy, but agreed to cooperate with federal agents. That is a big breakthrough for the Justice Department in this other high-level, high-profile January 6th prosecution. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane on Skype. Coming right up here on WTOP, what's happening in baseball's wild card games tonight? 714. If you own or operate a building or facility, or if you're a general contractor that is located or operates in the D.C. area, there's no doubt that it is important for you to have the best trained and most qualified people working for you. And it is a well-known fact that the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602 and the over 200 companies that we work for provide the highest level of HVAC, mechanical, and specialty piping services to the various customers we serve. So if you are in the need of hiring a company to install, retrofit, service, repair, or maintain your heating and air conditioning, refrigeration and cold storage, lab gas and medical gas systems, and the related equipment, components, and piping, the best choice for you is a company that employs the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602. For more information about the services we provide and for a list of companies you can hire, please visit steamfitters-602.org. That's steamfitters-602.org. Bustling markets, fluorescent colors, giant koi fish moving through darkness. Memories transform into modern dance when Cloudgate Dance Theater of Taiwan returns to the Kennedy Center to present 13 Tongues. Artistic director Zheng Song Long recalls childhood memories of Taipei to create a sensory feast. Don't miss the dance the Times calls sensationally big, indulgent, and visually arresting. October 20th through 22nd. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And here's Frank Hanrahan. A couple firsts in the uh, baseball playoffs. First off, they got this new format, so it's uh, not the one and done that we have seen in the past. These are best of three series game ones. The Phillies got hot at the right time. They score sixth runs, six runs in the top of the ninth. They were down two zip at St. Louis. They turn it around and win six to three. In postseason history, the Cardinals were 93-0 when leading by two runs after eight innings of play. Obviously now 93-1. First time in 21 years. Seattle Mariners have won a playoff game, just beat the Toronto Blue Jays 4-0. That was up in Toronto. So Seattle leads one zip. Cleveland also taking a one-zip lead, edging Tampa Bay 2-1. Commanders wide receiver Jahan Dotson out for Sunday's game. Bad hammy. The uh, Commanders take on Tennessee from Landover. Also tight end Logan Thomas is questionable. Commanders are 1-3. Not taking command of this early season. Two and a half point underdog to two and two Tennessee kickoff at one o'clock. NFL Players Association has agreed to changes to the concussion protocol and is urging the NFL to do the same before Sunday's games kick off. U.S. women's national soccer team in action falling to England at Wembley Stadium two to one. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. The Georgia prosecutor investigating whether then-President Trump and others illegally tried to interfere in the 2020 election filed paperwork today to force testimony from a new batch of Trump allies, including former House Speaker Newt Gingrich and former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. President Biden is declaring the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at the highest level since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. It comes as Russian leaders speak of using tactical nuclear weapons after suffering massive setbacks recently in the eight-month invasion of Ukraine. The September jobs report shows that hiring slowed nationwide compared with August, but U.S. employers still added 263,000 jobs. Stay with us here on WTOP for more about these stories in minutes. President Biden was talking jobs and the economy during a visit to a Volvo truck plant in Hagerstown. The president touched on topics such as health care, a resilient economy and inflation. And he warned progress on health care will be rolled back if Republicans win the Senate. The cost of your prescription drugs and health care, energy, they're all, they'll all go up. Your protection of pre-existing conditions are taken away. Your Social Security and Medicare are going to be in a chopping block. But they don't want you to know that. They're not campaigning on it, but that's what they are saying. That's the documents they're sending out. This was the president's second visit to Maryland in the past month and a half. It's 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's go to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Maryland, Interloop Beltway is slow out of Bethesda getting into Silver Spring, but the crash after Georgia Avenue now moved to the right shoulder, so the travel lanes are once again open. Still some delays on the outer loop from 95 around to New Hampshire Avenue and inner loop coming up from Tyson's and up toward 270, still quite slow. Out of Virginia into Maryland. On 50 east out to the Bay Bridge, you are good to go. Westbound 50 slows uh, before Route 8 getting onto the Bay Bridge, though, and traffic on both 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Clearing out nicely. Some uh, heavy pockets here and there northbound on uh, the BW Parkway out of Chevrolet off and on to the Beltway in both ways in Fort Meade. 270 is running pretty well for the most part, just brief volume delays here and there. And 395 on the Virginia side southbound at Boundary Channel had an incident in the center of the roadway just after the 14th Street Bridge. Uh, I believe it is still there with a tow truck. Beyond that, the pace is good to the Beltway. 95 is slow southbound, uh, getting over the Occoquan to 123, but only briefly now northbound. You've got a little more volume up from Dale City to the Occoquan at 66. That is running pretty well in both directions. 
Royalty is coming to Maryland. Play the new Cash is King and Lady Luck scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery with prizes up to $2 million instantly. Please play responsibly. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Now Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford. A cold front now coming through the region. A few sprinkles of rain are possible before midnight. After midnight, partial clearing. Could be rather breezy tonight and a bit cooler. Our lows in the 40s to lower 50s. Good deal of sunshine, breezy and cooler on Saturday. Highs being low to mid-60s. Clear, colder Saturday night, a risk of frost north and west. Lows will be in the 30 suburbs, mid-40s near the district. Sunshine, lighter winds, warmer temperatures on Sunday. Highs mid to upper 60s. Monday and Tuesday look great with sunshine and highs in the lower 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stenderford. Tonight in Gaithersburg, 64, Arlington, 74, and Lanham at 67. Lows in the 40s to lower 50s overnight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, the latest response to the governor of Virginia's policy changes regarding transgender students. It's 720. Here's Mike Cecilia, the executive vice president for industries at Oracle on the Cloud Exchange, sponsored by Oracle. We believe that healthcare is ripe for transformation. And we believe with the right injection of technology into companies like Cerner, you know, which is uh, which is a company that we just acquired, we can really create better outcomes for both patients and providers. We view it uh, not just as a business, but as an obligation as well. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Oracle. Oracle Cloud redefines innovation with enterprise-ready solutions and integrated services, allowing government to build, manage, and secure critical workloads seamlessly in the cloud or on-premises. Government agencies trust Oracle Cloud with FedRAMP high-accredited cloud regions supporting all of your data workloads. Learn more at oracle.com federal. That's oracle.com federal. 721. Thanks for the coffee. No problem. With my cash rewards card from Navy Federal Credit Union, I get up to 1.75% cash back. Isn't it 1.5%? Now it's up to 1.75%. That's bigger and better. I bought these scones with my cash back. I love scones. Me too. Scones for everyone. When you sign up for direct deposit, you can earn up to 1.75% cash back with the cash rewards card. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Are you short on time but not on ambition? University of Maryland Global Campus can help. Start by transferring up to 90 credits from previous coursework, military, or work experience and apply them towards a bachelor's degree. Plus, we offer online and hybrid courses, affordable tuition, and personalized advising to help you reach your goals. Now's the time to succeed again. Undergraduate courses start October 19th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. You're listening to WTOP News. 722. Now the latest on an effort by Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's administration that critics say limits the right of transgender students, limits their rights. The Fairfax County School Board has passed a resolution pushing back against the governor's education guidelines. The Fairfax County School Board has declared October LGBTQIA plus history month, unanimously passing a resolution and committing to support students. Making LGBTQIA history is exhausting. Member Carl Frisch. Of course, there will always be obstacles on the road to full equality. Take the governor's shameful and divisive model policy. That policy says that classmates and teachers can't be compelled to address students, quote, in a manner that would violate their constitutionally protected rights. That includes preferred pronouns. School board members made clear their support for students and families. Council Chair Rajna Sizemore-Heisner. To all of our staff, our families, our students who are scared, we got you. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A spokesperson for the governor is out with a statement reading in part, children belong to families 
families, not bureaucrats and school board members. Parents deserve to be involved in all critical discussions about their children. One student is in custody after an attempted stabbing in the cafeteria of Thomas Johnson High School in Frederick, Maryland. It happened around 1230 this afternoon in the cafeteria at school and involved two girls. An on-duty school resource officer intervened when a 14-year-old freshman was seen waving a large kitchen knife. The county sheriff's office says today's attack is an isolated incident and no one was physically hurt. Amid a recent spike in non... Say it again, I'm sorry. Amid a recent spike in violent crime... Police nationwide are teaming up with the religious community in hopes of improving the situation. Let's hear from WTOP's Neil Augenstein. Heavenly Father, please watch over and keep our police officers safe. Protect them from danger and harm as they go about their work in serving people. Here at Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Southeast, it's the start of National Faith and Blue Weekend. Religious leaders and police trying to work together to build trust and connections in the community. We come face to face in the work that we all do with, sadly, some of the worst of humanity. In the violence, in the scourge of drugs in our communities, and all those things that are negatively impacting us. In Southeast, Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. 725 Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The economy continues to pump out jobs. Employment grew at a solid pace last month as unemployment fell to a historic low. The government says employers added 263,000 jobs, beating forecasts. Unemployment fell to 3.5%. Good news for the economy was bad news for Wall Street. Stocks sold off on fears that the Fed is likely to continue with aggressive interest rate hikes. Dow Industrials dropped 630. The S&P fell 105. The Nasdaq tumbled 421. CVS Health fell nearly 10.5% after its Medicare health insurance plans saw an unexpected decline in government quality ratings. The company said its own surveys show consistently strong results. Streaming services want to make themselves harder to quit. Dow Jones says they're starting to team up. Executives at Amazon have apparently considered selling clusters of rival streamers. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Money News is brought to you by General Dynamics IT. GDIT leads the way with technology, health systems, and science that drive better health, protecting the health of their service members and improving the veteran experience. Visit GDIT.com. You will remember in February when Russia first invaded Ukraine, there were many fears of a potential nuclear war, whether by accident or something done deliberately by Russia. President Biden is very much openly discussing that now. We'll have the latest ahead. It's 726. Is your bathtub not working for you anymore? Long can help. I'm Katie from Long Baths. A beautiful walk-in shower not only modernizes your outdated bath, but provides beauty for years to come. We'll take out the old and bring in the new, complete with your custom choices. And we always clean up when we leave. Expert installation to easy financing, Long does it all. Get your free estimate today. Yang and Jumio Labanji here. Every morning, news for today is working for you the minute you wake up. Getting you up to speed on the big stories happening in your neighborhood before you head out the door. And I'm Chuck Bell, preparing you with your...